Happy birthday, Aaron. Oh, thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Medina.
I got thrill pills for all the little chickies. I got funny cigarettes for all you boys. And I got dirty pictures for all of you together. Well, I guess I better go. I see the campus cop is coming. I better split now. Remember Leon Trotsky. <laughs> Welcome to Judy's Jungle. This is episode number 13, and this is going to be a doozy. I'm super stoked. I have um, a longtime friend. Um, it's beyond, he's like, he's, 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 no, he's more of like a brother to me. I'm not going to, I'm not, friendship's one thing, but um, this, this, this guy, he, he has my heart for sure. Um, Aaron Calvert. Um, hello, Aaron. Hey, buddy. Oh, I'm so stoked. Um, not only is it episode number 13, I had all these ideas what I was going to do. Uh, like, call people, make them pick a song. But, but then uh, it's Aaron's birthday today. Happy birthday, Aaron. Hey. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> and, um... Aaron has been, I don't know, 
a huge supporter of the, the Judy's Jungle. Um, I send him all the episodes before I uh, usually I edit it or anything, um, and he gives me feedback. So I, I've kind of like coined Aaron as the producer of Judy's Jungle, which is, you know, what do you, what do you think I'm about honored. what do you think about that, Aaron? I'm honored. I'm honored to be the producer. <laughs> uh, he gives me like, we we'll, we'll sit there and we'll listen to an episode together. I mean. I'll send it to him, and then we'll start it at the same time, <laughs> late at night, and he'll just give me his feedback. It's so awesome, and it's so endearing, and it, it makes me feel that this isn't a complete waste of time. <laughs> yeah, no way, no way. Um, in fact, is it okay if I say something? Say whatever you like. Yeah, yeah. So, I think, well... What really resonates with me about your show is in the best way it reminds me of like uh, boombox radio shows that uh, my brother and I used to do when we were kids that only my cousins would hear, you know? Yeah. And, and I feel like this is what you've done for me is you've um, let me hang out with friends and, and hear old friends' voices and it's really sweet. So uh, I guess... We all, I guess we all feel that. So thank you for doing this for all of us, Richard. Oh, thank you, Aaron. Um, this was actually Joey's idea, to tell you the truth. Joey! <laughs> He's the one that kind of uh, pushed me uh, to continue to, to do this and, and encouraged me to do this. And I'm pretty sure he's only listened to like two episodes. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe not. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Joe. I'm not, I'm not making it cheap at all but Aaron so this is like crazy because Aaron did something super fantastic um obviously Aaron is in Oakland right now and I'm in Los Angeles and we are doing this uh, a remote show um via zoom so I can see Aaron I can see his I wish everyone could see Aaron right now he has this he has his birthday crown on it's fantastic did Karaya make that yeah. Yeah. Oh, his daughter made him a crown for his birthday. It's so, that's so lovely. Um, but so Aaron had to, was driving down from Oakland to pick up his mom. And he dropped his records off on my front porch and we said hello through a window. And then he got back in his car and drove off. And I have not looked at the records so I I don't know. I mean, as I pull one out of the bag, that's when I I'm finally gonna learn what he what he brought to share. And I have I have I have no idea. I another one that he is just cute. I queued up and um. Aaron, do you want to talk about this one right now, or do you want to talk about it later? Oh sure, I'll go ahead and uh, I set the table here. I guess. Yeah. Um. So this is. Well, this is uh, Merle Haggard live at Anaheim Stadium. And, uh, you know, you, has this ever happened to you, Richard, where you have some records kind of laying around that you haven't, like, maybe heard or heard the right way or connected with? And then one day you're, like, cleaning or something and just something sticks about it. 
Oh, that ever happened to you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was just, um, this happened, um, uh, a few weeks ago, um, I brought, because a lot, all my rec- a lot of my records are at my parents' house right now. Because like when I moved, I was like, I'm not moving my records anymore. Like I'm just, I'm tired of moving boxes and boxes of records every single time I move. Like I'm just, so I just have them stationary at my parents. And when I go and have dinner with them, I pull a few things, I put a few things back, and uh, and it's really refreshing. Ruth Ruth calls it uh, record shopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so I, uh, I pulled one of the, uh, the, the movie Nashville, uh, that Robert Altman did, um, and I forgot about that record, and I remember it was just like, uh, the last song on side two, um, it's called It Don't Worry Me, and I remember like a long time ago being like, oh man, that's gonna be the song for my funeral and uh, I played it for Ruth and I told her that and she was like yeah buddy I can see that for sure I got you you know and, and it was it's like one of those things you, you forget about records you forget what you have you know and then you reconnect with it and uh, that's why yeah. you, that's why you buy records for me yeah well I I can, can I say one thing, which is, um, yeah. of, of anyone who I know, see, I don't, I'm not the best at like stringing songs together, putting things like this together. You, on the other hand, I've always been in awe of this ability you have to just play record after record and like keep the party going. And it's like a, a real skill. Um, and like, I remember all of the records that, you have turned me on to like more than anybody else in my life. And mm. so this first, this first cut Merle Haggard, like I didn't grow up with Merle Haggard mm-hmm. and you made, um, me a tape or a bunch. Yeah. I mean, you've made me tons of tapes over the years, but with these kind of like oddball Merle Haggard tracks on it, that just stuck with me and kind of like the, the smooth, warm kind of effortless, singing style I think I just connected with right away and um so with with this record it was like oh this is recorded at Anaheim Stadium which is mm-hmm. like my backyard I grew up yeah. like walking distance to the stadium and yeah. so I like to imagine like what I may have been doing it happened in 1980 so I was like seven or oh, yeah wow. almost years old I didn't even look and, at, I didn't even look at the year on this record no wow that's awesome yeah and it was like it's a funny, there, there's some, some great stories about this actual concert and that um, they had just finished renovating Anaheim Stadium. So they just, or I should say ruining it, um, <laughs> but they like added 40,000 seats for football. And, yeah. and basically there was a football game happening in a few days. And so they didn't allow anyone on the field. And you've got Merle who's uh, like the stage is set up like at second base and you know, the stadium's filled, but there's nobody near the stage because no one can go on the field. And I just like picture Merle, like not caring about that. Like they just, the whole band just kind of like 
it's this tiny stage. It's not like a Van Halen stage or like a big concert stage. It's like, like they just like put a little stage together and like half the band is sitting down and they're all like, they could all touch each other. It's a uh, like very cozy. And, um, you can see all this or some of it on YouTube if you were into checking it all out. But I was, I'm just struck at the way he handles the situation and like, doesn't feel the need to project or like scream. He just like mm -hmm. is completely composed and smooth. Um, so that's just, I don't know. Uh, it's just been something, oh, like I said, I, I wanted to love this record because it was like recorded at Anaheim Stadium. Mm -hmm. And one day it just kind of clicked and I was like, oh, this is a jam. I love this track. Yeah. So that, that's why that's why I brought it. All right, dude, let's, let, dude, let's get into that. And then we're going to come back and Aaron's going to share more songs. He's going to share more stories. And hopefully I can get Aaron to uh, play a song for us that... I want Aaron to play a song for us, but we'll see what happens. Aaron, I completely yeah. forgot to talk about the songs I played. Oh. So, we started off earlier with... Uh, the first song was Gong, uh, that You Can't Kill Me, from the Camembert Electrique. 1971 it was recorded when they were in exile in France because they didn't like to pay taxes and then we went on to uh, the beatniks from New York City uh, the Fugs uh, Dirty Old Man and uh, from the self-titled The Fugs from 1966 and then we went on to Dexter Gordon uh, The Panther from The Panther on Prestige Records from 1970 Solid Jams, this is Judy's Jungle, and we'll be right back. Tonight. But 
and welcome, welcome back. Oh no, what happened? Ah, uh, nothing happened. Okay, so right now we are listening to Leon Spencer. Um, the song is Superstition. He's covering Stevie Wonder and he's making it really funky. Um, it is from the record where I'm coming from, 1972 on Prestige Records. I stumbled upon this record randomly and it, uh, it just has been a staple for me. Um, I can't, uh, tell you how many solo dance parties I've had with this record. It is killer jams. What's up, Aaron? Oh, you know, magic moments, stumbling onto a record. What a beautiful thing. Right? Yes. Yes. I love it. Um, so we so we had listened to uh, Merle Haggard. That was awesome. I, yeah, I loved it. Um, what year was it? 1980, you said, right? Yeah. So... Let's talk about this next, the, the following jam after that, because this is, I I wish I had a visual to send you guys, because this, the cover is just killer. Okay, yeah. Um, you want me to say a little bit about that? Oh, I'd love to, I'd, you have to. Well, uh, well, here's the deal. It's like, you know, I figured... I just couldn't live with myself if I was going to talk about Angel Stadium and not play something by the Dodgers. <laughs> you know. Oh, it's yes. the team, our team. The song's called All I Do, which, if you're a Dodger fan, or on the, you know, all you do in 2020 is win championships, right? <laughs> um, anyway, that's kind of like a kind of a silly pick but uh i thought you'd appreciate that oh dude I, when i when i pulled it out of the bag i was like oh my god this is amazing i never heard of this record before and, and that that's a great song <laughs> all i do it's just kind of like oh tell me about it that's all i do too you know <laughs> yeah you should hang on to that one nah dude well, whatever i'll find yeah. it i'll find it yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll find it for like a dollar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so also what I want to do right now is um, uh, Ruth is supposed to be joining us right now. Uh, we're joining us soon, but hopefully she, if she makes it, we'll see. Um, but I wanted to thank... Uh, Andrew Dalton for lending the microphone out, and I wanted to thank uh, Scott Martin for lending out an uh, XLR cable cord to make everything come together. Uh, you know, it might be useless. They, they're probably they're probably not even going to listen to this, but I just want to make sure I'm sending that out to the Cosmos that I'm very grateful and uh, thank you guys. I love you. Um, so we got another another jammer that. Um, Aaron's come out to put on that I have no idea about. I don't know anything about it. Uh, do you want to go into it now, Aaron, or do you want to? Um, yeah, I sure. Um, this is a Paul Ortega, is uh -huh. that right? Uh huh. Yeah. So this is um, kind of like what we we're just talking about uh, falling, uh, or not falling, but um, 
something kind of falling into your lap, I guess, or music records. I got this at a garage sale near my house about eight years ago. In, in Oakland? And, in Oakland? Yeah. Okay. And it was, it was one of those weird days where it was like the only record that I got. It was a quarter where everything else was like kind of mispriced, I guess. So I kind of left everything alone and just took this one. And um, got a couple other nice things too. And, but uh, it just immediately, this record has stuck with me and just been um, something that's kind of been going on in my house uh, here and there. And there's, um, there's a real delicate, gentle way about this person and the way they play guitar and tell stories and um anyway it's just something soothing i wanted to share awesome i think i think like if if it's something that you dig like you can definitely look into it easily and it'll tell a better story than i could tell but um here's a an opening i guess yeah but you, you tell you, but you tell really good stories you're, you're a storyteller well thank you you know, I love them. I love, I, I, I love hearing you. It's, it's, it's so specific and detailed to like a, 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 like a, a, a special moment. And this is like, I love it. Dude, I, I didn't, I miss seeing you every day. Um, so let's get into it. Let's get into this, uh, a Paul Ortega and, uh, we're not even halfway done yet, guys. I, you know, I, uh, just one little note is that the record is called Two Worlds, and it was released in 1964. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Okay, you would not, looking at the cover, I would not even think that. That's awesome. Dude, that, that's awesome. That's yeah. So, so awesome. All right, let, let's do it. We'll, we'll be right back. The storm dance, the creeks do, the plains Indians in Oklahoma, the eastern Oklahoma. This again is a social song that they do. They have a leader, and then they have the followers that chant. Oh, yeah. 
So right now we are listening to Ramsey Lewis from the record from Wade in the Water. Um, the song is Tobacco Road. It is from 1966. And uh, me and Aaron, it's on Cadet Records. Me and Aaron have talked about the different versions of this song before in the past. That's kind of why I brought it up. Lou Rawls. Lou, Lou, yes. Yes. Um, okay, Aaron, all right, what's up, Aaron? You gotta, that was, that was a, that was a jammer you just played. Oh, well, um, okay, that was after Jay, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so, Again, another deep dive into some something really cool. Um, there's a big story there to be told, and uh, worth checking out. But um, so that that song, you know, that that's a record of of uh, compiled songs, I think. And um, Abner J was a one man band, uh, played um, drums. Uh, harmonica and this like guitar banjo thing or banjo I'm not sure um, and kind of like it typically did everything uh, but that song to me there's like two songs on that record that sound like they're like recorded with like backup voices and, and other things and that's one of them there's just a lot of really great songs and but that one's just one that sticks out to me. And I can't find any information out about, as far as I know, it's like he had done everything. Um, uh-huh. But uh, I, I, know, I, know it, no, I know nothing about him. I, I just know that he's on Mississippi Records, which is one of my favorite labels from, from Portland. Because I, I, would, I would go and hang out with Mississippi Records and just, because they, they would make mixtapes. They would make mixtapes of stuff before they printed, before they pressed them of all this stuff that they would find. And to me, it was like the coolest thing because there was all these complete rarities of people that that that, that were forgotten or, or fell through the cracks. And um, it, it was so nice to, when I pulled it out and I saw, you know, it was like, oh, I've never heard of Abner J before. Oh, but it's on Mississippi Records. I'm like, ah, oh, stoked. Because this is going to be something. This is going to be one of those those lost gems, you know, and like that. I can I keep talking about this lately, and like it's like you, you just don't. There's so many things that I know that we've missed, that would probably change our lives, but it's never got recognized or it never got. Uh, released or published or whatever or whatever you know you know what I'm saying yeah um so I love I love this I, I, I love this but keep going I'm sorry I think I, did I cut you off probably chances no no no, no. I, I I was done um you should hang on to that and uh you know tear it up oh I, yeah, I'm definitely gonna listen to this tonight after I eat some tamales and, and actually Richard you would love like the live footage of him um, performing, um, it's like super washed out in a great way. Oh, I love it! I love it. No, you, you're you're in for a treat. It's like awesome, pretty cool. So, 
Aaron, um, how are you feeling right now? Good. Uh, do you want to try to play a song? You want to play a song for us? I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Okay. I know, I know it's, it's, it's like remote and it's like kind of, it's going to be a little bit different, yeah. but let's, uh, let's check it out. This is, uh, this is one that, um, we kind of do at my house. It's an old, Sh- oh, it's a Sherman Brothers song. It's called On the Front Porch, all right? Okay. I'll give it a go. Can you hear this okay? Yep, I hear it great. Okay. Three creaky wooden stairs. Those squeaky rocking chairs. The worn-out welcome mat. The lattice vines. Awesome, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So what, what, give me a little bit of back history on that. Um, oh, well, so the Sherman Brothers uh, wrote a lot of songs for Walt Disney. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, it's kind of an interesting uh, story. And I just have always connected with their melodies. Um, I can't even remember. I think this is from a movie called like 
gosh, in the summertime or something like that. I, I'm not too sure. I think Burl Ives does does it in the movie. Uh-huh. Um, but when I got married, um, I, I had a small small wedding and yeah. I recorded a couple of songs from my wife and this was one of them. And it's been, um, I made a copy for like our members of the family and mm-hmm. it's, you know, kind of, I don't know. It's something that uh, my daughter and I sing kind of in, in the house. And so I thought I'd share it. It's just a, a kind of a house favorite, I guess. No, I mean, that's, 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 that's beautiful. And, um, I remember you having a, a small wedding, um, and, uh, just fam- family only, right? Uh-huh. That's what you did. And, um, I was a little, I was a little, I was a little envious of it because I was like, what do you mean? I'm not invited. <laughs> I know, I know. No, but um, it's, it's fine. No, but I, 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 I'm joshing you. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was fun. Um, can I actually do one song, one more, just because we're here? Absolutely, I'd love you to. Um, and oh, this is Ruth just showed up. Oh, cool. What's up? Hi, Ruth. <laughs> Hold on. What's up, Ruth? What's up, dude? <laughs> How's it going? It's Aaron's birthday. Aaron, happy birthday! <laughs> Woo! Thank you very much, Ruth. Hey, how are the ponies? Oh, pretty good. I, one of the ladies gave me some cookies. One of them is in the shape of a boot. I don't know if you can see it. Probably not showing up. I got some cowboy cookies. Oh, man. I'm fucking tired. I, I don't know. I just thought you might get a kick out of this. And also, this is... Can I just tell you about this one real quick? Yeah, no, no, please, please do. I, lo- I love it when you... I love it when, Like I said, I love it when you tell stories. I love it when you go into details well, about things. Cool, cool. Well, this is a song from our good buddies, the Dalton Brothers. And um, I, so this is a song that I always loved. And I can't even remember correctly how, how I know this, but I recently found the, the, um, the like the, the scrap paper that I wrote the words on. And I think it was Andrew who laid it all out for me. And I don't, I didn't write the name of the song on it, and I don't know what the name of the song is. So I'll just sing it, and I'm sure Andrew can uh, fill us in at some point. Yeah. It's called like Perpetua or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, I just was always taken by it, and I thought I want to, I want to, I want to say hi to these, these good old friends. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. All right. I'll give it a give it give it a go. Give it a go. Says fate as soon as they're made. 
I guess that's the price of freedom. choked up a little bit um i remember them um playing that in um in san francisco um one time when i was there and um it was the first time i heard it and it just stuck with me and uh they have a way of they have such an americana uh, traditional way of performing or songwriting um that's always been very uh, moving to me um, because they love history. Those guys love the history of American um, singer-songwriter traditions, you know. Um, just like when Andrew did the episode with me, it was just like, it, he just, he's just like a walking encyclopedia of uh, information of... Uh, a, 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 of that kind of uh, traditions of American songwriting, you know, and that's so cool because it comes out in their it comes out in their music when they when they when when they do it when they make it. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ruth, what's up? Not much, just like watching you get all verklempt from the doorway. <laughs> I just took a picture of you. <laughs> you're just you're like a man of many feelings. Oh God. Okay, so Aaron, you have another jam. You have a, a final, your fifth song. Yeah. I, I want you to talk about this song because it means a lot to me. Well, I, I'll, I'll t okay. Um, this happened uh, seven years ago. I got a package in the mail um, from a good buddy of mine. And uh, in it also came a note and I have the note here and I'd like to read it. Yeah. 
says Aaron, happy boot, happy birthday, Duder. So sorry, Kim and I couldn't make it to your big four O shindig. We tried, we really did. Um, I, I, I will read the whole thing, but, uh, uh, but let me get it to it. It's like, uh, anyway, one of these presents is for you. Along with that, the other is for you and your esposa. I talked to you about this a while back. It's track four on side two. Man, when I first heard this jam, I thought of you two immediately. I can picture you two dancing to the song, big old smiles on your faces. Epic. I hope you dig it as much as I do. Well, man, it's been too long. We need a proper hang. Raising my class to you. Dig the 40s, you sly silver fox. All our love, RJM and Kim. And you know what? That good friend that sent me that record is you, Richard. I know. Let's get into it. Yes, let's do it.
All right, so right now we got the Young Holt Unlimited uh, with the record Soulful Strut. Uh, the song is Soulful Strut. This is a jammer for me. I'd love this one. Um, but going back to what Aaron was uh, talking about, the, the last song was uh, uh, from John Kay. It's from the record Forgotten Songs and Unsung Heroes. And Aaron, do you want to say anything else about that? Because that, that's um, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I forgot well, that uh, you have such it was, a. It was such a. Uh, I think anybody who knows you, Richard, knows about little treasures that give us and. You know, uh, in many different ways and forms. But yeah, that's uh, like it, it, that was such a sweet, sweet gift, and it's such a great jam. And like I said, it's like kind of one of our family, family hits that we dance to, all three of us, cuddle jam, and um, uh, or four of us with Bill. Anyway, yeah. and uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I will say one thing about that song that I love is if, I, I don't know if you've done this, but if you go on YouTube and watch, there's like a clip of him and the band performing that like on like an American bandstand or something like that. And it's the, they're just cooking, man. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's... Um, you know, John Kay, it's like, was that Steppenwolf? Steppenwolf. Wild. Yeah, Magic yeah. That is, that is, it is uh, John Kay from Steppenwolf, Born to be Wild, which is like, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, with, with classic rock, you get these weird songs. Right, Ruth? Like, you get... They're like ballads. Yeah. And, and this is kind of like, sometimes you're just kind of like, I really dislike it. But but then but then there's times like when you're by yourself and you're driving in the middle of the night wherever all of a sudden you see you feel your shoulders start shaking. You know? <laughs> and you're just kind of like, Okay, I kind of like this. <laughs> I've told myself I would never admit that to anyone. But you're sitting there, you know, and just kind of like, you know, it's it's been years since you've had a cigarette and you want a cigarette, you know, like so you're driving down the open highway, yeah. open. Yeah, 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 you know. You and then when you go and get gas, you're just like, you're nice to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think you kind of nailed it with that sort of like, the theme being like an American vibe and like what you, the note you wrote to Aaron. Like, that's totally dancing in the kitchen yeah. with like your beloved sort yeah. of vibe. You know what I mean? Like you're cooking dinner and just like having a moment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... I mean, I just that that that. I mean, I don't know. I can I can I can I, I, I can go repeat myself all night long. But that that moment uh, when I've heard that song, and I was listening to it. Uh, I was in, I was I was in Portland, right? I was, yeah. I was living in Portland, and I just was like, "This is a song for Laura and Aaron. This is like this totally." makes perfect sense to me you know i remember telling kim and kim was just like 
all songs make sense to you. <laughs> <laughs> or something. I mean, I mean she, wasn't, she wasn't that cool. Just, uh, is, that Mo, is that Mona? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. uh, but yeah. Um, shit, Aaron, you got a joke? Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Panther. Panther who? Panther no pants. We're going swimming. <laughs> oh, man. One more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm kind of cold with jokes these days. Oh. Sorry. So wait, what do you what are you doing for the rest of your rest of the day? What's going on for your birthday? What's happening? Um, well, uh, the family is uh, upstairs making something for dinner, and and I think there's cookies, and so we'll just kind of enjoy the rest of the night. I'll probably have a couple more beers and uh, just kind of. <laughs> Just, I, I have a nice kind of um, positive glow hanging over me being able to do this with you on my birthday. So I'm just going to try and ride that out. Oh, man. Thank you, dude. I'm so, I'm so stoked. I'm so stoked that you were able to do this. It's, it's, been, it's, been, a long, it's been a long time coming, you know. And um, I'm happy that Ruth was able here to come in and she, had, she has cookies. Sorry, I was late. <laughs> happy Ruth is there, too. I'm glad you made it, Ruth. Happy birthday, Aaron. Thank you. This is awesome. Any 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 last words, Aaron, before we go into uh, the Eno? Yeah. These are your orders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I guess I'll just take a minute to say hi to hi to all, all my friends and anyone who might hear this. Um, I miss you. Yeah, definitely. Um, Love ya. Yeah, that's just like it's. You had said this earlier, and it's and it's. It, and the reason why I'm doing this is to. Uh, there's many reasons why I'm doing this, um, but a lot of it is to show and share love with friends that haven't talked to each other or haven't communicated with each other or haven't seen each other, um, because it's. They're still in your heart, you know. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I mean, as as time goes by, friends will always stay in your heart, and it's nice to hear their voices, and it's nice to hear what they have to say. It's nice to hear the music they're gonna share, and it's nice to hear like small stories that that are very intimate in a weird way, and um, I think that's very special. And uh, so. This is going to be kind of weird because I have to send my producer this episode who spent the whole time recording the episode with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to have to edit this together, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. We're going to produce okay. the crap we'll, out of this. Yeah, you'll do, you'll do great. If you can make my episode feel good, then I think you can make anything feel good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I love that episode. 
just it's just forty five minutes of me laughing. So <laughs> it's just a laugh track. Oh no way! I mean, great. La- I mean, I do remember that about that episode. Just like Ruth, you're a great guest. <laughs> you hear that? It was great. <laughs> All right, buddy. So we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Um, uh, I love you. Tell, 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 tell your, uh, t- tell everyone there, I love them and I'm, and I miss them and I, in an, in a, another time, I'd, we're gonna celebrate your birthday together. I promise. I love you too, my friend. Yeah. Uh, can't wait to see you, and uh, thank you so much. Of course, buddy. Of course. So that's it. Judy's Jungle episode number thirteen. My God. <laughs> Aaron, 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 Aaron knows how to make me cry. These are your orders. Seems like it's do it or die. So please read them closely. When you've learned them, be sure that you read them up there. Specially flavored with bourbon. Tizer and Rye Twelve sheets of foolscap Don't ask me why We hit the jungle Just as it starts to monsoon Yeah.